The top 10 quarterbacks you need to draft for the upcoming 2023-2024 season. My name is Uncle Chug. I'm your host. Welcome back to Fantasy OT. Let's get right to it. Starting in at number 10, Dak Prescott. Dak still has one of the most premier O-lines between Zach Martin and Tyron Smith, and let's not forget his elite group of receivers. They just added Brandon Cooks to the mix. They still have C.D. Lamb and Michael Gallup. Um, with Tony Pollard getting back from injury and them drafting Deuce Vaughn, I have no doubt that Dak will be called upon for some extra rushing. I think with Mike McCarthy also calling the plays now and Kellen Moore out of town, you're going to see a lot more conservative plays, protecting the lead, uh, a lot more quarterback sneaks, a lot more short conservative passes. I would expect Dak's completion percentage to go up along with a lot of his other metrics. Coming in at number nine, Deshaun Watson. Coming off of a really rough year where we all expected him to kind of bounce back and come out the gates looking like he did from 2018 to 2020. Needless to say, he had a ton of rust he needed to knock off, but he still has an elite group of pass catchers from Amari Cooper to now signing Elijah Moore. Let's not forget about Nick Chubb. They are in a position to still make big noise in the AFC North. Um, they still have David Njoku, and with his rushing upside, there's no doubt that he's going to be making strides from last year and getting back to his old form, or at least a closer version of it. Coming in at number eight, Justin Herbert. Uh, it seems like no matter who they put on the field, this guy just performs, uh, whether it be Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, uh, the rookie they drafted out of TCU. Uh, they still have Gerald Everett um, and, and a load of John pa- Josh Palmer, um, Donald Parham, and, of course, the safety valve, Austin Eckler. Who's just a touchdown machine, really? I mean, it doesn't seem doesn't matter how he gets the ball. The man just seems to score touchdowns. So um, I'm still high on him. He may not have as much rushing upside, but no matter what, when he's on the field, he's performing. He's throwing touchdowns. He's getting yards. That division is not easy. They got to play Kansas City twice a year, the Raiders twice a year, and the Broncos twice a year. A lot of those games are always neck and neck, requiring him to come back, put up numbers, chase points, and I would expect the same in the 2023-2024 season. Coming in at number seven, Trevor Lawrence. He very well could finish up above this ranking. I think he's going to make even bigger strides this year um, with Zay Jones, Christian Kirk still in the mix. Of course, Evan Ingram, who just burst onto the scene. It seems like he was a whole different player than he was from who he was in New York. Um, Let's not forget that they also signed Calvin Ridley, one of the most premier route runners in the league. Uh, he literally could break your ankles on any play, and I doubt he lost much of that skill in just one year. I expect him to take that next step and even Im- and improve on those 25 touchdowns he threw last year. Even those rushing yards should go up a little bit. Uh, with Doug Peterson at the helm, he's very quarterback-friendly, obviously. He's going to be dialing it up and ensuring that his premier quarterback is making premier plays in big spots. I'd expect them to take an even bigger leap this year make the playoffs, and maybe even win a couple of games. Moving right along to number six. This one may be a little controversial, but I have Lamar Jackson at number six. Um, With Greg Roman out of town, his injury history, a new offense run by Todd Munkin, there's no telling how this could go down. Um, It's kind of an unknown. Uh, Yes, he just got paid, and yes, they signed Odell Beckham. Yes, they drafted Zay Flowers, and yes, they still have Rashad Bateman, but until I see it and until we get a better glimpse of what that looks like, it's hard for me to go all in and, and expect Jackson to produce like he did when he was in his MVP season. 
Um, I think he's still going to produce great numbers, and he very well could put up elite top three, top four QB numbers, but it's hard to say at this point. So I'm taking the conservative approach. I think he'll land right in that sixth spot. Um, he clearly wants to throw the ball more. They clearly want him to throw the ball more based on all the pass catchers that they brought in. Let's not forget about Mark Andrews, his safety valve. Um, I'd expect him to still have a great season, but I don't think that rushing upside is going to be quite what it was in the past. Coming in at number five, Justin Fields. Now, this one I feel like is also kind of an underrated pick. He may end up even higher. We all saw last year the type of athlete that he was. I'd expect that to continue the same type of opportunity. They still don't have very much talent. Yes, they have DJ Moore now. Yes, they still have Chase Claypool. But beyond that, I just don't see them making very much progress from last year. Probably will win a few more games, but he's going to be with the ball in his hands on every play. They're going to be expecting him to make plays constantly. They're going to be playing from behind in most games. Game script is just going to play into his favor. And I'd expect him to have another dominant rushing season and to improve on his passing and throw for, I would say, one and a half more touchdowns than he did last year. So I think he's a great pick at number five, and I think he may even end up higher than that. Coming in at number four, Cool Joe Burrow. Now, with this passing core, it's hard for anybody to think that a quarterback in that system wouldn't do great. Uh, you still have Tyler Boyd, obviously, who's kind of played third fiddle for quite a while now. T. Higgins, who, in my opinion, is equally as good as Jamar Chase in terms of production. I know Jamar Chase is kind of the fancy name, but let's not forget, when Higgins is on the field, Burrow's looking for him, whether it be over the middle, on the outside, whatever the case. Um, there's going to be a playmaker on the field for Burrow to throw to at all times. And they also signed uh, a new tight end. I forget who. But um, nonetheless, that gives him another weapon in the mix. And with him getting Orlando, with, with the Bengals signing Orlando Brown, I would expect that O-line to improve drastically and for Burrow to have even more time in the pocket, translating to even more opportunities for touchdowns. And let's not forget his rushing upside. He hasn't been afraid to take off from the pocket when the opportunity presents itself. I would expect that trend to continue, and I look forward to seeing where he ends up at the end of the year. Coming in at number three, Josh Allen. Um, I know there's argument that he could probably be number two, maybe even number one. But in all reality, I feel like since Brian Dayball left, he's kind of regressed. Um, he hasn't quite had the same consistency he once did. Yeah, he puts a lot on his shoulders, and he will probably be forced to run the same amount he has in the past and, and force the ball as much as he has in the past. But it just seems like his decision-making has kind of fallen off somewhat. And I think his team is asking too much of him. He's putting too much pressure on himself. And... You know, his playmakers are good, but I feel like there are a couple of the quarterbacks with better playmakers or, you know, have slightly better systems that cater to their skill set. I think Allen will still have a superb season. He may very well end up the quarterback one, but beyond there's drama with Stefan Diggs. Um, them not really having much beyond that, in my opinion. Um, it's just hard and difficult for me to see him ending up in that same top tier without an immense amount of interceptions, fumbles. And let's not forget, he's been kind of injury-plagued these last few years. So we're not, not a few years, but last year. But let's see how he bounces back from that elbow injury. I'd expect him to be okay, but until I see it on the field and see that consistency and not the erratic play we saw at times last year, I'm going to keep him slated at number three. Coming in at number two, Jalen Hurts. I think he may very well end up the top fantasy quarterback option this year. Uh, with his rushing upside, especially inside the red zone, inside the five, this man just scores touchdowns, whether it be through the air, whether it be on the ground. 
it is it is something to be seen. Um, they like to dial it up for him, obviously, with the quarterback rush. You've all seen that time and time again, and I'd expect that trend to continue. They know how to do it. He's a master. Uh, he's a master at it, and that O line knows how to get him over that line. Um, as far as a pass thrower, every year he's been in the league, his completion percentage has improved notably. And I would expect him coming off of just getting a five-year extension, getting all that money, and losing in the Super Bowl, he's going to have a ton to prove. It would not be surprising if he actually ends up being the MVP this year. So, great option at number two. Would even make the argument for number one. And, of course, our favorite, number one, Patrick Mahomes. Um, I think he's proven that no matter who you put around him, he's going to produce at an elite level. Um, the man just knows how to get the ball in his playmaker's hands. And as long as Kelsey is on that team, I would expect that trend to continue. Um, they still have a bunch of good options. I would expect your Sky Moors, the running backs between Jarek McKinnon and your Pachecos, and everybody else to still play a big role. But as long as number 15 is back there, he's guaranteed to go off for three to four touchdowns. While it's not always sexy, we can't forget that he is a rusher, and he's not afraid to leave the pocket and make those dives for the pylon. And I have no doubt that this year will be more of the same that we've seen from him in the past few years. So coming in at number one, I think Mahomes has earned this spot, and I think he will no doubt end up at this spot. And that wraps up our top 10 list of quarterbacks you need to draft for the upcoming 2023-2024 season. 